Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the M3 Podcast with your host, David Sterling. Davis. My name is Davis. My name is Brandon <laughs> Wiley. Uh, please, uh, if you're interested in the content of this uh, series, which involves movies, music, TV shows, comics, games, all that kind of super fun media stuff, feel free to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube. Drop a like on that video. Type lots of comments. Uh, make us happy for the algorithm. Uh, show us some yeah, love. We'd, we'd really appreciate it if you show us some love. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Alrighty. Boom. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> that was, so that was uh, Brandon's first time doing an intro for the M3. Uh, I think it turned out pretty well. He kind of got my name wrong, but that's okay. Everyone gets my name wrong. <laughs> Wait, didn't I say Davis? Davis it it, sound, it sounded like you said David. Oh, sorry. I think I like blurred the end of like Davis Sterling into like David Sterling. Oh, uh, makes sense. Okay, fair <laughs> I enough. Do your, I do know your name, though. Oh, I uh, okay, okay. Well, no, it's just because uh, a lot of people, like, especially like, over the phone or anything like that, everyone always thinks that I'm saying David because Davis oh, is not yeah, a very yeah. common first name, right? Because like, right, 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 it's right. it's definitely more known as a, as a last name. So, yeah, that's why. Do, but, yeah. do you ever just, like, elongate the S over the phone to the point where, like, it makes people like weirded out a bit. You're like, yes, my name is Davis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm a Slytherin. No, <laughs> exactly. No, I uh, I don't think I've ever done that. I think anytime people just like I said, if they say, oh hi David, I'm like not Davis. I just do a quick little correction, and it's normally only thing like, um, I don't even know anything that I I do specifically that's has to do with that, but. Um, yeah, it's normally just at work, and if I just hear talk, like a regular conversation, I'm okay, whatever, it's not a big deal, I don't want, bother correcting them or anything. Yeah, that's always like, it's always an awkward thing if, if people like get your name wrong, and then you're just like, oh, do I go through the whole thing and, uh. Well, especially since it's not that bad, it's David to Davis, it's not like they're calling me Mike, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what have you been up to the past, uh, I guess, a week or so since the last time we we chatted uh not too much just like trying I, I think i finally got my like stream set up properly with obs because uh i i think i started like a month and a half ago but i've always had like different settings every single week because it didn't quite sound right but yep. i think i finally got it like this week so the, the trial yeah. and error of making sure the the audio is right and getting everything as good as possible yeah. yeah, lots of lots of tweaking, but yeah, I think I finally got it, so like I can like check that off the list and just focus on making the stream watchable now. That that's good because yeah. like my setup that I have right now for this is yeah, it's weird because I can't hear myself speak. I only right. hear like I hear you and I hear myself just because I just in my but I don't hear my own audio myself. So when I'm doing like a test video to test see if everything's going, I can hear I play like a YouTube video. Just yeah. to have that audio for someone, and then I have my audio. So when I, but I have to wait till it's actually played back to I know. So I, if that if I can hear myself or not. So it's so weird with this new mic, and because before I had, as I said on the previous one, I have a, I had a, um, like a PlayStation type of headset that was con connected, and I could hear myself, and it was just one setup compared to this oh, now okay. that I have the actual mic and headset words. Yeah, it's just a lot different. <laughs> so I yeah, know the struggle. Like 
Yeah, it, it adds like exponential complexity with every like piece that you add to it for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More oh, things. Oh, by the way, I want I wanted to ask you. Uh, I don't know if like you did like um something film or television related in school, right? Yeah, that's my uh, career that I'm trying to get into. I'm trying to become a uh, director, DOP, cinematographer. I'm trying to actually get into that. Like, I don't know if you can see, but. Oh, nice tat. Yeah. Oh, got like a film strip, and what else is on there? Oh, like the the director. The, the slate. The slate. Yeah. Yes. So what yeah, I'm, I'm planning on doing is actually, um, when fill, filling this out when when I actually direct something professional, like when yeah. I actually get something that's, if I ever become a more known director, and I actually do say I direct a TV show or or film or something. I want to yeah. fill that, fill this in with that that movie and oh the film. text on the yeah oh, exactly because right that's now it's cool blank idea. yeah yeah so yeah. this is my yeah. like motivation to actually keep forward for everything that uh, that I want to do because right now it, it, well I've been graduated for not even a year yet so and with COVID it's really hard to get into but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. so I'm just trying to find like a regular you know get as much money just regular job. But yeah, I, my my big goal is to eventually, you know, direct m like million dollar films or whatever, right? Yeah. Or like yeah. that would be that would be great. It not necessarily has to be like in that level, but even if I get known as like having filmmaking, TV, video as my main source of income, like yeah, that's what I want to do and get into. For sure, and like you're not planning to like a hundred percent fund your your like first movie, are you? Because I, I don't know too much, but I heard, like, just from a coworker who also is, like, involved in, in film and stuff. But he was, like, yeah, my biggest mistake was, like, trying to fund my own movie. Because it just, like, I guess it added, added up really, really fast. Yeah. And, like, it probably gets to a point where, like, you have to compromise on your own vision and whatever, I assume. Well, you have to compromise pretty much regardless. Because even if, even if you write, direct, uh, even, say, act in, like, or, like there's always going to be changes all the way and uh, either way. So if you're kind of making your own with your own money, then yeah. you have to be like, Oh shit, that's my own money. I'm going to lose my car, my house or whatever. Or, True. or you have uh, producers that are spending the money. They're going to put their two cents in on everything. Cause they're, they, they like a, a producer could be like a bank manager, right? They could just be the person oh, okay. giving you money. And, yeah. but they have no like, creative vision they're not the type of person that's trying to get into an art field they just know how to make the money so but they're like yeah. oh wouldn't it be cool if you do xyz right so e either <laughs> way but they're the ones that are get right so but no to answer your question no um right now especially i'm trying to get more into um just working on any sets and everything and trying to learn as much as possible on uh, on hand because yeah. um I, I know uh, schooling kind of helped me out a little bit for sure, but I definitely that like, especially since it is like an art field, career field, I, it's more about getting in, doing it, and learning from people and meeting people and stuff like that. So uh, I don't have a major major idea um, for major um, film right now, but I'm I have small like ideas in my head here and there that I would want to put onto this channel eventually. Probably, yeah. I'm thinking of something I might film probably this spring, summer, potentially to put nice. onto this channel. So, um, and that will literally just be 
a you know five minute short film or something like that just for youtube style nothing too too crazy i have no yeah. i have no ambitions yet to get into um like the films like the circuits or or anything i still need a few more yeah from the things to practice i think before i will be ready for something like that yeah like some some projects for your portfolio or something like that yeah i just need to experience even just working with people like um uh david uh david baron he's um a pretty big name in the film industry in edmonton here i worked with him a few months ago on on a short film and it was literally it was really good to meet someone that has their all their own gear like he has professional level cameras and lights and everything and he's worked on like professional level uh sets and stuff and that's literally what his job is is uh he doesn't have like a nine to five job or anything it's just set to set to set he makes x amount of money per whatever the budget may be nice yeah so doing something working with someone like him has definitely been eye-opening so far at least yeah i was gonna ask what the scene was like in edmonton because i thought like to get i guess some more legit industry experience you might have to go to like vancouver or something but it's that's cool that there's like pros here too to learn from yeah it's definitely not as big it's as i've said this a million times over it for anyone it's not i'm not i'm not getting into a typical berta alberta um job scene like i'm not a welder or pipe fitter you know fisher farmer you know some like i'm you don't want to uh shoot shoot a movie about a an oil field welder who finds true love at a bank it's it's out there. I'm sure I would get the the, the attention of uh, Albertans, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm not the I'm not the typical yeah Berta boy, right? So yeah, um, no, I get that. I'm the same. Yeah, I eventually I think right now Calgary is actually supposed to be really good this year, um, okay? Be- because uh, because of COVID and everything, like our regulations aren't as um, strict. I would say, it's, but they're still with the uh, film industry so a lot of um apparently a lot of films and stuff are coming to calgary this year um oh, and i keep on seeing posts on facebook about it and i'm yeah. not not enough to move to calgary but probably um if i can get onto a job that's filming there or something that would be great and then just get a cheap hostel or or room or whatever for a month or two months or however long that'd be that'd be amazing at this point right now yeah really. What was I didn't wasn't there like a scene of like Jumanji two that was shot just outside of Calgary? I think like the like the snow the snowmobiling scene or something. Yeah, like something like that. Cause yeah, I remember the uh, the Rock and Kevin Hart were were there. Um, yeah, I, I think that was Calgary. Um, yeah, that was I think that was that. And there there are definitely a few things. Anytime a lot of um, like westerns, like I know. Um, What's that Samuel L. Jackson one? Hateful Eight, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. part of that was filmed in, in Calgary. Like, anything that's set kind of, like, Western, because it's... Calgary's has that feel. Or same thing with, like, getting into, like, a little bit of, the, like, Banff mountain areas. It's not too far away from, from there compared, compared... And it's not as expensive as Vancouver, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but the... the... <laughs> To circle all the way back to why I asked this question in the okay. first place. Okay, no, 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 for sure. I mainly just wanted to know. I mainly just wanted to know um, if you did much like video editing and what you use for editing your videos. Um, I'm definitely not the best editor. I will straight up admit that. But I I use um, a mix of uh, Premiere Pro and uh, DaVinci Resolve. 
Okay. Oh, you use they're they're both video editors, though. Aren't they? Yeah. Well, uh, Premiere's basically like, because uh, Adobe, you know, they they want you to use all the, all their products, right? Yeah. So pre premieres, but premieres actually one of the best video editors. Even it's industry standard. Actually, a lot of right. movies and stuff get uh, um, edited. But DaVinci's very similar, like kind of layout as Premiere. But you can yeah. get the free version works really, really well. But it's not. Yeah. It's not as fluid as Premiere. Um, but you still can use it as an editor. But it's more known as a color colorer. So you have your color correction more known in edit in premiere but it's really good for someone like your level my level like youtubers if they want really good quality editing software for free davinci is a really good way to go yeah for sure i i just heard about davinci like i think last month or the month before so like that's what i've been playing around with lately and it's been it's been like way better than imovie which which would was what i was using for a while too yeah especially because like iMovie limits you to only, I think, like two video tracks. So, and like images count as a video track. So you mm -hmm. you're kind of like very limited. But DaVinci doesn't seem to have that limit. So yeah, I really like what DaVinci offers you, especially for a free software. It's yeah. awesome. The only the only thing is that it's um, well, I guess that's a good thing you have uh, a Mac. But um, excuse me, um, DaVinci is a all kind of all in one program. So it's a it's a really big program. So you have to have um, a pretty decent computer. Actually, don't like the computer I had before this. That I have uh, this one. I had DaVinci, and well, and Premiere as well. I had both uh, on that computer as well. But it just it didn't run that well. I could bear, I had to put everything down to like seven twenty p. I could barely even edit on on uh, on ten eighty or anything. But this this computer is a lot better. So yeah, that's definitely an issue with DaVinci is that it's. Um, and I More guess, it, yeah, it's because it's a lot bigger because it has like music edited, coloring and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. but it's a, it is a really good thing, especially, and I have no idea. I would have to look on the website, but I, the, the paid version, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like, like 300 bucks once and you have it compared to yeah. premiere where you pay, uh, Monthly. 50 bucks a month. I do believe been a long time since i've looked at it but yeah you get the suite yeah. with adobe so those are the two two minor technically the other program the i didn't learn davinci in school i learned premiere and there's avid is a another editing software that like professional that's professional le level but okay um, is avid the company name yeah um i do believe so that's okay so like to what i got taught in school avid was like the first video editor it's like actual digital compared to when they actually cut and snip and oh, wow. literally use scissors like not scissors but basically on film but then yeah. now avid was the first company to come up with an, a computer-based editing software and um oh, wow. i was supposed to learn that as in my final semester of school we were supposed to learn that and we got into i think it was like two or three weeks into the uh, into the class until school got shut down with COVID and everything. So we just did our final yeah. assignments on whatever editing software. So I used uh, Shotcut because that was the free software that I had at the time. <laughs> oh, I haven't even heard of that one. <laughs> it's not a pretty. It's like actually for a free software. It's better than iMovie. It has uh, 
well, I guess I've never used iMovie, but it's that's a but it's with uh, better than Movie Maker because uh, yeah. you can do like layers and music and has green ski uh, green screen keying and stuff. It's but nice um, for yeah for free software. It's actually pretty good. That's that's good. Yeah, because I I I was using uh, Premiere Pro for a bit too just uh, before I heard of DaVinci Resolve, but then mm -hmm. the cost was just adding up, and I even like did the life hack of getting the whole Adobe suite for cheaper using like a student email from like my old student days. Like, yeah. They don't even verify your student status. You can just put in a student email and then you get this big discount. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, a, so but... that part was nice, but it's still like month after month you're paying and it adds up. Especially, you know, I, I don't know about you, but with like COVID and stuff, people aren't working as much in general. Right. So yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true too. Like, um, but then I think because of that, like hack, that type of thing, I think, maybe they heard about it or what, because if it was um, like three months for like tw saving 20% or something like that for a student, but then they yeah. brought it down to like a month. Oh, really? Yeah, they, yeah, the last, the last, so I was like, yeah. So yeah, I'm probably okay. gonna have to switch back to DaVinci too, because Premiere's kind of like, yeah, it's definitely hurting the bank. <laughs> yeah, especially if like it's, yeah, that you just, adds a cost to your what is essentially a hobby until you can actually get paid for something you're going to do with it. Yeah. And exactly. and like in general video editing jobs don't pay that much from from what I understand, right? You have to be really you you yeah, you have to be good at like really good at it for sure. I I anything I've seen what cuz I've looked looked over it, it all has to say like um it all has to say uh, like one year minimum experience and stuff with the Adobe suite. And yeah, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I definitely was not the best editor in my class. I can think of a couple people that are definitely better than I am. And they're, yeah, they're still probably not getting any work out of it. Cause yeah, but editing's not my passion anyway. Filming and, and directing is more of what I wanted to do. Yeah. The, the editing is, it, it, it almost feels like the editing is more of like the necessary evil to get to where you want to go. It's just like, I wish I could just shoot it all perfectly and then it's good to go. But no, you have to go in and tweak things, cut things and shift things around. Yeah. Cause, uh, I was just interested out of random curiosity one day that like this YouTuber that I watched last year, um, just posted and was like, Oh, we're hiring a new video editor. And I looked at the pay and it was like, surprisingly low <laughs> so i was like uh, i hope they find somebody who enjoys it i guess yeah well it all depends well something like that youtube it all depends on like the number of subscribers how much money they're getting paid like cpm and stuff like that so different yeah different editors make more money depending on how big the channel is i'm guessing like it's the same idea as like an editor for a company that only does uh small product photography and videography compared to an editor for a company that shoots you know, 10-minute uh, commercials or something. That, like, it's going to be a different level depending on what type of stuff they're doing. To my no to my guess, basically. Yeah. Yeah, true. I'm, like, trying to enjoy the process more because I think it's a handy skill to have, and it offers you a lot of creativity. Like, at least you see some YouTubers who have, like, really fun, clever, like, exciting edits and stuff. So I think if I could learn to do those, that would be... It'd be more enjoyable, but yeah. just like cutting up clips of yourself it, and like trying to seem less awkward than you actually are is not usually very fun. Yeah, I've I've 
Well, I've been trying to, I've been technically trying to, like, YouTube make videos for technically since I was, like, a teenager, but I never really um, committed to it. This is probably 2020 was the first year I really wanted to really start majorly committing to it, but even just the last video I posted, there's a, a cut that I did that's one of the my favorite cuts that I've, that I've, like, ever made, and it's just, it's just a simple transition, but it just flows so well you don't even notice it. Like, I didn't even notice it oh. when I was re-watching the video. I was like, holy yeah. shit. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm it's it's the same as, same as anything else in the world, right? It's just keep on practicing at it and keep on getting better, and you'll realize new things, faster ways of doing it, and yeah. Yeah, for sure. What was the cut you made just out of... I don't think I, I watched it, but how it, can you describe it? So literally, it's just a top-down because I was doing a review of my uh, new phone, LG Velvet, and it's um, top-down. It's a top-down video of the camera looking at my hands, and then um, it's a, I'm doing some gameplay, and there's a count, there's a, a countdown of the game to start, and as it hits to one, it transitions to the actual uh screen of the phone like because i did a screen recording at the same time so it's oh. just it's just so smooth that you like it just goes right zoomed right in yeah it's just nice yeah it's just a quick uh quick clip basically that i oh that sounds slick yeah i'd have to check that out <laughs> uh -huh. my uh, yeah, my, awesome. my my channel is linked in the description below <laughs> but uh, for more great content yes but Anyway, uh, I wanted to actually kind of that, that was good. That definitely was a really good conversation. There's definitely no issues with that. But I wanted to wrap it into something actually related to what we wanted to say. I wanted to talk about. Um, did you watch uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? And the Winter Soldier. No, I heard about it and saw like a, a couple random clips though, but I didn't uh, end up watching it because it, it, what it's on. Is it on Prime or Di what is it? Disney what Plus. Disney Plus. Okay. Right, that makes sense. Marvel, of course. Yeah. No, I, I don't have Disney Plus either, so I didn't get to watch it, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, well, but how did it How did it go? Feel free the, to fill me in. Well, uh, one thing I was definitely confused at for a moment, because I saw a tweet from George St. Pierre about it, and I'm like, okay, maybe he's just a fan of the show, and I was like, oh, wait, he played uh, a villain in Captain America Winter Soldier. He did? Yeah, he played the French villain at the beginning of the movie on on top of the the ship. The oh, I missed that. I well, like I saw the movie, but I guess I just didn't realize it was George Saint Pierre. <laughs> oh well, yeah, he, it's basically because like he has hair, but in real life he doesn't. And yeah. um, the it's like comic book fighting, right? Not um, not MMA. Not MMA fighting. So it's all flashy and everything, and it's Chris Evans fighting a real fighter. So. The, but yeah, um, yeah, they 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 brought him back. I don't know how long he's gonna be in, but he's at least uh, he was at least in the first in this first episode, which is uh, interesting. Wait, George St. Pierre was in the episode too. Yeah, yeah. They, that's oh, why. Okay. That's why he. I was like, that's why I was confused when I first saw it. I was like, oh, that makes sense because of course, duh, he's he's back. He's, so uh. I I but. Uh, I have no idea if he's going to continue further on into the rest of the the uh, series, but I think yeah. it's only like six episodes long or something like that. Um, and I know this Zemo, whole series is only going to be six episodes. I think so. It's it's something like that. It's something short because they're like forty two to an hour long episodes, each one oh, relatively. Okay. Yeah. So. 
it's a lot more than any actual movie, including Snyder Cut. <laughs> including what? <laughs> the Zack uh, Justice League Snyder Cut. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's a four hour, four oh, okay. hour and two minute long movie. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I have I haven't even heard of this one. Oh, but th- okay, I'll that's, go into that's okay. But yeah, so the first episode was pretty decent. I actually had a lot of a lot of people have been talking about it because of like the connections, the few little like uh, um, connections to the MCU and everything of of yeah. just little details and everything, which I didn't even a lot of these things because I tend to watch a lot of um, like episode recaps on YouTube and stuff like that of like things you missed or whatever. And right. and I tend to notice some of them that they talk about, but then this one I had I had I didn't clue into like almost any of them because I was just so in depth in, into the actual show. Yeah. So. So so when you're watching uh, the episode, like, can you tell that it's a series or is it still like like MCU cinematic movie style? Like you could watch it in the theater. Um, this one it would be MCU movie uh, style. Definitely, because nice. uh, WandaVision wasn't so wasn't it was made like specifically to be like uh, a TV show and different quality, different things happening, um, depending on which depending on which er, uh, era they were in, because they said like sixties and then or fifties, sixties, seventies, nineties, two thousands, basically for WandaVision. Right, right, right. So it was different style depending on each episode, but this it looks like. It, I think um, they're filming at least part of it using the same style that they filmed um, The Mandalorian. Oh, okay, cool. That's just by the look of it, because it looks... Because uh, there's a, a scene where Falcon's kind of flying through, like, um, this kind of Grand Canyon-esque out in, like, the middle of nowhere, whatever. And yeah. just how the quality of it looks makes it look like... Um, similar did you watch oh you don't have disney plus you didn't watch mandalorian either no but i know i know about it but yeah Yeah, they i'm not completely clueless but i'm not totally clued in either (laughs) (laughs) okay that's a way of putting it um but yeah it just it because they filmed mandalorian basically like with a really high high def screen and they just projected him walking towards like the screen instead of doing a green screen and then changing afterwards oh so um falcon the winter falcon and the winter soldier there's a couple scenes where it looks the same i haven't seen any of the behind the scenes of it yet but it just looks the same kind of style ah it it, i guess that would make sense because like it's ultimately the same company so they can probably share assets or at least techniques in one way or another yeah, yeah, there should be no reason not to. That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I maybe I should just take the plunge and and freaking get Disney Plus. <laughs> well, if you're a fan of like the Marvel shows, you kind of shows in an MCU and everything like that, you almost have to. Like, I guess you don't have to, but uh, if you don't want to be kind of like behind when the next MCU movie comes out, you kind of have to. That's but that's how they're making their money, right? They're making people subscribe to Disney Plus, follow up and everything. And yeah. Like yeah. they they set up um the Loki's show in um and Endgame. 
And then, yeah, I guess technically they set up this show as well, but not really WandaVision. But yeah, they're just trying to get as much money out of, out of possible, but I don't pay for my subscription to Disney Plus. The person I live with does. So that's oh, why lucky. I'm, yeah, same thing with, my, with Netflix and everything. So it all depends if you want to spend the, the money, if you follow, if you follow that type of shows, those shows and everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, the the person I live with also plays uh, also pays for Netflix, but the person I live with is also my wife, so it's technically our both both of our money. <laughs> yeah, plus you need to keep up on your Korean shows or er, Korean. Yeah, the, yeah, the Korean yeah. shows on Netflix. Yeah, and I I don't think Disney Plus has too many of those. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think they're gonna have anything like that. Um, yeah, they did have uh, what is it like Raya and the Lost Dragon? Uh, but I heard that they're like trying to like you don't get to watch that with your regular subscription fee, right? No, you have to it, pay extra to watch the movie. Yeah, it was just like uh, Mulan when that launched. It was uh, like oh, premium like access access because of, so instead of going to the movie theater to watch this movie, they made you buy a ticket essentially. Do you actually get to like keep it on available forever, or is it just like you buy it for like it's like a pay per view one night thing? I think thing? it's just a pay per view until however much time that they decide to put it on the regular rotation. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Cause I don't think Netflix does anything like that, as far as I know. It's just the access fee, and you get everything, right? Yeah, they have. Exactly, it's everything for what is it, fourteen a month now? Um, yeah. yeah. You can still rent movies like DVDs. You can get them sent to your house if you really wanted to from Netflix. Technically. Really, they still do that? Yeah, I think you have to do it through the actual website though, not on like the the app on the TV or whatever. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But um, wow. yeah, I think you still can. Um, when okay, when was the last time you actually like physically held? like a movie in your hands like a dvd or anything okay of course you have like a collection but like i'm re all your game of thrones i'm rewatching i'm rewatching game of thrones and i have all of them uh the actual dvd collection um because for for some things i actually like having the physical copy because it's if something happens to your data or whatever for some shows that i like well enough or movies or whatever i like actually having the physical copy True. So yeah, yeah, like Game of Thrones is one. I I when they each season came out, I watched, and then I I spent the like fifty fifty five bucks. It was flipping expensive. Could have saved my money by buying just an entire box set, but still, that was yeah. But yeah. whatever, that was however many years ago, twenty like thirteen or whatever when the first season was. I don't remember anymore. Oh, so you've been buying them like for each season? Yeah, each season when they came out. The only the only one I didn't buy myself was uh, season eight. That was because I my sister got it for Christmas for me. Nice. That's a good gift to get. Yeah. I, well, she asked me, "What do you want for Christmas?" I was like, "Well, Game of Thrones season eight. The only one I don't own on DVD yet. So <laughs> when I so, when I get to it, I'm gonna find out if it's better on DVD than it was when it actually came out." Wait, is there gonna is there a difference? Like, is there extra stuff on the DVD or? Oh uh, no, I mean different. Like, I mean, um, because like there just was quality wise. Quality or? wise, yeah, because there was a lot of hate with the the quality of, especially of the second and last episode, uh, second or third last. I don't remember what it was. Um, 
yeah, there was it was called the episode's called The Dark Knight and it had to do with like them fighting everything in in like at nighttime. But if they shot it as if it was actual like actual nighttime and then just you couldn't see anything. I literally switched between my computer and my TV to see if I can watch it better. But so I'm hoping DVD they changed the color correct so it's actually better. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be super annoying. Like, I don't care if it's realistically at night. I want to see what the hell's happening. Yeah, I always compare it to Lord of the Rings Two Towers because they do a nighttime battle in that movie, but yeah. it's like a blue, like a navy blue color, not black, so you can actually yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rookie mistake, guys. Come on. <sighs> yeah, exactly. But um, but no, yeah, I I don't really. What about you? What do you have collections of uh, movies or anything like that? Um, I, I like the the reason why I ask is like I honestly don't remember the last like physical movie I like held in my hands. The, the only thing that I can think of is like a box set I got of like this anime called Full Metal Alchemist, like before even like the newer Full, Full Metal Alchemist came out. So this was like the original, long ago. yeah, the original, the original not, one, not yeah. uh, Brotherhood. Not Brotherhood, yeah. 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 So, like, I have, like, one of those seasons in, like, a metal tin set kind of Nice. Thing. I still have yeah. the first, almost all, I I missed, I'm missing, like, two books that got lost during my move back to Alberta, but I have the first, like, 200 um, copies of the, of the manga, of the original. Oh, sweet. Like, the physical copies of the manga? Yeah, they're still sitting up, they're just, they're a little... Some are in pretty good uh, condition and stuff, but that was uh, Full Metal Alchemist was the first anime slash manga I, I got into. I guess. Oh like, yeah, same as, actually. As, well, not well. I guess technically like Yu Gi Oh and Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Pokemon, but that was when yeah. I was more of a kid. But as like yeah. a teenager and like young, like that's. And then speaking about it, actually, uh, that reminded me literally last night just for the curiosity because you know that's what <laughs> what everyone's kind of doing is kind of shopping on Amazon right now because of just boredom yeah. i was looking yeah. at um full metal or uh, my hero academia oh yeah 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 i actually like, like for some manga or what no for the um the uh the dvd box set they, oh nice they are my background on my computer right now it's definitely <laughs> definitely nice. one of my favorite uh anime that's for sure it definitely has like that same energy that just like pumps you up when like okay the main character should be dead but somehow they're not dead and yeah. they just keep getting power-ups <laughs> oh yeah of course but it's just and yeah. it's the like inspirational but it's the same thing about like comics and stuff like that like like deku and like spider-man are like that same like never giving up type of mentality or naruto yeah. or whoever right Na name yeah. a name a character in pop culture and they probably have that same well if, exactly. if they're a hero that is yeah, if they're, if they're like the protagonist in a story that involves superpowers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Um, yeah, like Full Metal Alchemist uh, was, was, yeah, like the same thing for me. It was like the first thing that I, like the first anime that I like consciously got into other than like seeing Dragon Ball or whatever on TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then like, I don't know, I love that series so much when it came out that like even in high school, I like wrote an essay in my English class about it. It was just probably like the nerdiest thing I've ever done in high school. But yeah, it was it was cool. I really liked that series. <laughs> that, that's what what about like the difference between um, 
what are the, uh, the attitude between the two brothers or something like that? What are their names again? I don't remember. Edward, Edward and, and Alphonse. Right. Yeah, Ed and Al. I, I, I don't even remember what the topic of my essay was about because I was just like like a bad student in general. So I probably just like, it was just what I thought of and then I just decided to write whatever I was thinking. Do a <laughs> book, yeah, do a book report and I'm going to, uh, instead of using an actual novel, I'm going to use this manga. Yeah, take that, teacher. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but it was good. And then um, I think that was the first series that I actually started reading the manga for too because, yeah, like there's there's two set like Brotherhood and the original one, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the, the story stays the same until episode, I don't know, mid-20s or something because at the time when the original was coming out, like the manga hadn't finished yet, so they just kind of like branched off and made their own random into the story with the original Fullmetal Alchemist, but then Brotherhood stays true to, like, the manga story the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, reading the manga and seeing the difference between, like, that was my first exposure to seeing, like, manga story being different from the actual anime story, too. So it was just, like, it was just, like, a mind-blowing thing for me. That <laughs> That's time. that's another thing that literally happened, again, last night for me because... Um, the anime I'm watching right now is Attack on Titan, mm. and uh, I never read I, I never read the manga, so I have no idea how true um, the manga is or the anime is to the manga. But normally, it's they're pretty almost episode one episode is one book or whatever or something like that. Like yeah, right? It's yeah. very very to the point, very T. Um, but then there was a live action Attack on Titan movie. I heard so about that. I had yeah. I had no idea because I would just because uh, when I was watching My Hero Academia, the order went the show and then the movie and then the rest of the season next season and then the other movie right and it was still animated but this is the yeah. Attack on Titan movie and it's live action it's it's not like what we're used to for like Hollywood level like Marvel movie DC whatever super great effects and everything but yeah. it's still okay like it's better than like indie i think when i looked it up it was like equivalent to only like 13 million us or something like that so definitely not, not... nothing though that's pretty big yeah um well it, it's that's a low budget in hollywood terms okay hollywood <laughs> but, yeah but it um and i still watched uh, the dubbed version and the but the entire time it was bugging me because i was like are they using the same voice actors or not because like some characters sounded the same but others sounded a little different and they uh, and but they had generally the same story as is as the anime but they changed up like which character died and stuff like that compared to so they changed oh, the main premise went the same but it was slight different ways of getting there basically and it was i was like yeah. okay this is uh, it's okay you kind of definitely have to know the anime or the manga to know the movie like you couldn't just watch the live action movie you would have no idea what's going on but yeah true yeah, yeah where did, so did the movie like pick up uh after like a certain season or something in terms of the storyline or was it no like... it was just uh that see that's what those saying with like my hero academia is that a, the movie is basically a continuation after the the season basically but this yeah. movie was just a retelling of the first season or whatever of of oh, I see, Attack I see, on I Titan, see. but just slightly, slightly different crossroads, but still got to the main point basically. And it was yeah, yeah, live action. It was maybe it was just, but the, the biggest thing that was a little confusing for it 
was the main character and the lead character and the second main character they looked too similar to me and it was hard to oh. follow like who was not not being that way but like yeah no, no, no but, but like are you talking about like Aaron and his sister no like Mikasa, uh no or... Aaron and um, oh like the kind of the wimpy kid right yeah and uh, whatever his name is yeah in the in the live action because he's blonde in the anime yeah. right um, and you know it's all... so he wasn't blonde in the live action no and it, and it's you know it's almost impossible which you cuz yeah <laughs> you obviously know <laughs> for asian people to have non black hair right so especially yeah. um Arn, is that his name armin no armin is the main character um no, no, Aaron is the main character. Aaron and Armin. Armin. Is the wing guy. Yes, yeah, Arm that's yeah. Right. Armin is, uh, yeah. So when they're standing side by side, it was it was kind of hard to tell who, especially since I'm watching dubbed and I don't know any I don't know any Japanese or anything like that. So it's it's sometimes hard to tell. Do, do you do you always do you prefer watching the dubbed? Like, have you ever tried us uh, like watching a sub series or movie um, before? I definitely prefer dubbed uh, over subbed. Because then I can just sit and just watch the show and I can and just enjoy it. And maybe, like, if I am watching it and I can just fully enjoy it and everything. Where, uh, occasionally I'll watch a sub. Like, um, Dragon Ball Z Broly is only available on Netflix, the subbed version. So I've, oh, I started yeah. watching that. I, I never ended up finishing it. I don't know why. But, like, sometimes I'll, I'll uh, watch the subbed version. But, um... Um. Yeah, I, I like dub better just because I can just sit and actually enjoy the show and follow it, and I think it gives credits to the the actors and everything still too. So no issue True. with that. I, I I think with like the anime, it's easier to watch dubs because like they can kind of make the like the the script suit the animated like mouth movements. Mm -hmm. But then like when it's dubbed live action, I always feel like I'm watching like an older like bruce lee movie or like an older kung fu movie with like the bad lip syncing mm -hmm. like, oh, i just can't do it i'd rather just read the subs <laughs> yeah i well especially since you're you're learning like korean like for your wife via that yeah. whole that whole exact scenario right so it totally especially if you're trying to learn a language right that's a better way of doing it than watch than dubbed like sure, I, yeah, I eventually sure. want to, I eventually want to go to Japan. So, say five years down the road, I plan to go to Japan. I'll start watching anime subbed like earlier that year type thing, so I can kind of pick up on a few of the terms, at least. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to do it too. Yeah. Because then you'll be like, your ears will be used to hearing Japanese at least, even mm -hmm. if you don't understand everything. But. Yeah. Yeah. That that was one thing that like really threw me off, because uh, because like you said like Dragon Ball like the Broly series only available in Japanese, like the characters that you grew up with hearing their voice and stuff, it's so different when you're listening to it in Japanese. And mm -hmm. The first time I heard it, I was just like, Goku still sounds like a little kid. I'm yeah. Like what is going on? Yeah, I know, especially full when he's like full Saiyan and everything like that. And he's it's because he's he's voiced by a woman. First of all, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. He's uh, he same woman's voiced him the the entire time in Japan. I don't know about wow. the American version, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, random Bart Simpson's voiced by a woman too, but 
that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, yeah. So, and being Canadian, North American, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly what you just said. That's I think that's part of the reason why I never I didn't continue watching the Broly movie because it was just like no, this is too off-putting. True. Yeah. If like if if that's your first experience hearing like Japanese Goku, it's yeah. Like it definitely took me a few tries to like actually get into watching subbed Dragon Ball just because like you're so used to hearing everyone a certain way and then they're like almost completely different. Most of the people Vegeta's almost the same in both. English and Japanese, I noticed, but Goku is completely different, and it was just super off-putting the first time. But yeah, I when I was watching uh, Attack on Titan, speaking of Vegeta, I was like, "What? One of the characters? They sound very similar. Who is that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's um, All Might from My Hero Academia." Is, oh, really? Is, is the same actor who plays a gen- the general in uh, the general who's training the them in uh, Attack on Titan, and the, oh, and then I looked cool. at because that then I found her and I was like okay oh my god that's Vegeta like that's so weird that I didn't that I connected to All Might before I connected to Vegeta. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel like the voice acting community, especially for like dubs and even like in popular anime in general, it seems like it's pretty small. Like like. Same people appear in so many different series. I find. Yeah, I've uh, seen a few TikTok videos of voice actors, and and they were like, yeah, I play this person on this show, this show, this show, this anime, this anime, and it's just, and it's normally like a main character here and like a few side side characters or something like that. But yeah, I I don't know. I I definitely wouldn't be able to do it. Like, um, like uh, the guy who voices Bender on Futurama. He has the same kind of significant oh. voice that he's known to do, but he doesn't. He does like that voice compared to some voice actors. They do a different range of voices for different characters. Yeah, yeah, I could never yeah. do it. Yeah, like if you picture like Homer Simpson's voice, like if you hear that voice in any other series, it's just it's probably not gonna work just because Simpsons is way too famous, right? Yeah, well, that's that's like um, Archer. The I don't remember, again don't remember his name, but the guy who voices Archer is the same guy who voices Bob and Bob's Burgers. So Archer literally yeah. kind of played off of that, and they made Archer have amnesia for the start of a season, and he has he's in a uh, a burger joint, and he's married. Like they recreate the entire like show Bob of the Bob's Burgers, Bob's Burgers. yeah, yeah, for Archer. Oh, it's just literally, so they like yeah, fuck it, might as well. <laughs> yeah, may as well because like. Everyone, well, maybe not everyone, but I'm assuming most people notice, like, who've seen both series, like, this is the same voice actor. Well, yeah, because, like, and they do it in Futurama, too. Like, um, there's a point when they're walking down, like, this castle or whatever, and Jake the dog from Adventure Time is, like, chained up, and Bender's having a conversation with him. Oh, really? I don't think I saw that episode. Well, well, you need to get Disney+. Plus. Cause now, cause, uh, cause Disney, they uh, a couple, couple weeks ago got uh, stars, so they have like more adult content on on there now as well. So okay. So before the only like Fox stuff they really had was um, was The Simpsons, and that was mm-hmm. basically the only thing that they really really had that was specific Fox. Um, but yeah, now they have uh, Futurama, Family Guy, other shows that are created by Fox, and. Um, 
they have like our like R rated like Deadpool or Logan. They have that on there as well. So they have more adult content, and you just have to go through like and accept the conditions saying that this is the more adult content. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I think I was actually thinking this the other day. Now that there is this of the like, well, I pro if, if I was paying for it, I probably would pay for Disney Plus instead of uh, Netflix now. Actually, mm. if I was if I had to choose type thing, because I I. Which is weird. I don't think I ever would have thought of that before, but I'm watching more shows. Yeah. Don't, well, except for the fact that Netflix has anime, and that's what I'm watching a lot of my anime. True. Yeah, because I don't... Disney Plus, I don't think, has any anime, right? No. They don't have any studios that do that, right? No, they're not going to have anything like that. Yeah, and I think Netflix... Uh, they've been doing pretty good with, like, Netflix originals, but, like, like taking famous mangas and just, like, funding them to turn them into animes mm -hmm. i think they did that with like quite a few series already which is pretty cool yeah i don't know how recent it is but like, yeah that's how i watched um hunter 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 i'm the yeah. show the show that i was watching before we started was uh i think it's pronounced haku 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 something like that it's uh um, oh, I, I think i've I, I think i've seen that poster but i don't think i've watched it yeah it's the volleyball based one Oh, okay, and okay. Uh, I was I was literally laughing at myself. I'm like, okay, so they're doing uh, kind of like how Dragon Ball would have a five. It'd be like twenty episodes would be like five five uh, five minutes in the show. It's yeah, not, it's not that bad, but yeah. there's definitely like there was literally a moment where they're so they're playing volleyball. There's a moment when the ball's in the air. The guy's about to like figure out who to kind of like pass it to, and yeah. it's like so it's a twenty minute. It's probably about good five eight minutes of the episode of him just thinking about like who should i trust like which person why like why did i get into this and it's a whole like self-reflection of like who to who to to play with on on his own team and it's yeah. like okay so that ball's been spinning and spinning just in the air in the one spot yeah. for for so long but yeah well, that's just how what a way to create tension <laughs> yeah exactly but i don't know that's what people like about anime sometimes i guess yeah, it's just like making these completely unrealistic situations possible. Yeah. I know. I remember when I played soccer, I do remember one time where... Um, you were about to kick the ball and then you thought about who you should pass to for 20 minutes before passing the ball. The complete opposite, actually. <laughs> um, when I the ball was coming towards me and I was getting... I got hit in the face, but I remember it. Like, every time I talk about it, the memory in my mind is... I remember seeing it in slow motion. So oh, wow. it, it was as if, like, if time, like, stopped and froze and it's, like, slowed down before it actually hit me. But it would have actually been like that. But, it, yeah, I, I remember seeing it, perceiving it slower than what it actually was. So that's, that's a little bit cool. of the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess there is a hint of realism in, in that episode of, of Haikyuu then. <laughs> yeah, but it, no, but, and that's, I don't know. That's the, some the issues with some some animes that I like, but like Naruto is really bad for having like major filler episodes. Oh, the, yeah, especially like the the original Naruto was like what maybe eighty or ninety episodes non filler, and then like a hundred and ten of filler. Yeah, <laughs> it was I, ridiculous. Yeah, I think the original see uh, original series is almost three hundred three hundred episodes long. Oh, Something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, I think there was a. 
900, between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, I think there was just over 900 episodes. And I remember they, because I was watching it on, on Netflix, <clears throat> and I skipped almost an entire season of, of, uh, of Shippuden. Because oh, okay. it was literally, I, yeah, like, it, it was yeah, right I, after uh, he defeated Pain, and it was just as they were rebuilding the, the the village, and it was like, oh, remember this one time? Every episode was like this uh, memory this that the team had, had yeah. type thing, and yeah. Oh, that that's the worst. I, I think I remember when like Shippuden started, and it was supposed to be like it was so hype because it was gonna be like the Naruto with no fillers, like all straight story because. They had so much filler content already. They're like, okay, the manga's finally far enough ahead. So we don't need any fillers. But of course, it inevitably caught up. And they need to do fillers anyway. Oh, well. That's at least... Nowadays, you don't have to wait like a week for the episode to come out and then just be disappointed because it's filler. If you're watching it on Netflix True. or Crunchyroll or whatever way you're watching it, you can be like, okay, no, I'm screwed. I'm... This is screwed. Next episode and just watch it right away. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I've ever actually like uh, got to that point though where I'm just like skipping because I know it's filler. I, I haven't picked up like one of those longer series though in a while though, so that's probably why. Yeah. I think most of them are just like managing the filler content a lot better these days. Yeah, that's ex yeah exactly like uh, my hero. That's what I really like about my hero is that even if it's a episode that's not as exciting it's still something to do with character development for like the most part yeah yeah that's true yeah i, I got super into my hero too because uh was that on crunchyroll it was crunchyroll right i think i think so yeah the next season comes out next weekend oh right is, wait is this season five season five yeah season five starts next weekend Oh, okay, awesome yeah I, I like canceled my crunchyroll after i like finished binging all of my hero at the time yeah. Which I think was season four. But yeah, maybe I'll start it up again. Yeah. <laughs> watch more money. Yeah, literally. It's, it's, um, that, that's why, yeah, my hero, like, you can get the free version of Crunchyroll, but like, you try to watch anything that's popular, you can't, you have to actually pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And like, one of my friends, one of my like close friends has like a vendetta against Crunchyroll because like, way back when it started, he was part of like a uh, some group that like offered the like anime torrents for free, mm. like free subs, free free sub versions of anime torrent. And he said, Crunchyroll started by like basically, like having all these episodes downloaded for free from these different groups, and then like selling it as a service, so like selling other people's work essentially. Yeah. So he's he's super bitter about Crunchyroll and how they're like actually like blowing up now. Capitalizing. So I try to, like, yeah, so I try to keep quiet about my Crunchyroll subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no other places to watch some of these things, though, unless you want to, like, download it, which, mm, uh, I don't know. I am not... There is definitely ways I'm not going to say it right now, but I will tell you later. <laughs> yeah, that works, too. I, I think the main thing is just, like, the convenience of streaming, though, because, like, if it has an app or whatever, you just need to, like pay the membership to get access to these things. Sometimes it's just, like, nicer to do that than download or, like, click through four pages of sketchy ads. Yeah, to something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, I tried doing with, um... And then it ends up being, like, a camera version of someone, like, recording from the yeah, TV or, or something. Or, or, like, 
it's like mirrored to like hopefully bypass some kind of scanners or something yeah it's yeah record yeah using obs to record it and just <laughs> exactly yeah so but yeah I, I definitely know like a handful of those sites for a certain and like especially with um uh like shows that haven't gained much popularity outside of like the country that it came from like if it's a japanese or a korean series or something like streaming services that are available to us in English, like, might not have those for a while, so sometimes those sites are really your only option. <laughs> mm -hmm. That that's yeah. what that's what I notice every time I see a YouTuber that uh, is being um, they're getting paid by their things by um, NordVPN. It's always like, oh, I want to watch this certain show on Netflix. Oh, but they don't have it in the U.S., so I'm gonna change yeah. to Sweden. <laughs> yeah, like, which is actually if. I was thinking about doing that for that reason because I know there's a couple of shows that you can do and you used to be able to do that um, on PlayStation. There was a way on PS3 that you could just change, manually put in your uh, your IP address and I did that specifically, but I, then they patched it with PS4. <laughs> yeah, and, and Netflix has gotten like really clever about catching that too. So like even now, I think it only works if you're doing it on like like if you're if you're using the VPN like on your computer so like you can't even like do it on uh, the TV kind of thing or even if you like airplay it or, or stream it from your laptop to the TV Netflix will like detect it and be like oh just use the Netflix app on the TV or whatever oh. but then of course the app on the TV isn't behind the VPN so you don't have access to the same thing so every time they say that it's always oh so I yeah, never even thought about that. It has to be specifically if you're watching it on your laptop. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you're hardwired into your TV, it'll work. But if you want to, like... Like, we have uh, an Apple TV and, like, like a MacBook or whatever, so we can just, like, airplay it via mm -hmm. Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. But the Netflix app doesn't let you do that, like, because they're like, oh, you have Apple TV, just use our Apple TV app. But... The Apple TV app is not behind the VPN, so you're stuck with your own country. I think it might work with uh, Chromecast, though, but the only thing is that... Oh, Chromecast might work, yeah. Yeah, because I know with, like... Because I have just a regular TV, uh, and then I watch on play on the PS4 sometimes, or I'll watch it in Chromecast from my phone. And I've tried um, Chromecasting my... Um, just my web page or something on Google... And it, yeah. it, it doesn't, like, it will lag, it will say it's connected, but nothing shows up. So if I want to actually use my TV as my screen for my computer, I have to plug it in HDMI. But I have a plug specifically, like, sticking out of my TV for that reason, because I do it often enough. Because it's nice to have a bigger screen sometimes when I'm watching something, but it doesn't connect yeah, properly. Sure. Yeah. You'll find a way. Yeah, so, like, I actually, I paid for NordVPN because... Uh, this was like back when like the Studio Ghibli movies were not available in Canada yet. Oh yeah. And we we wanted to just like do a marathon of those, so we we pretended we lived in France for a week to I, watch all of them. The, that's um, to Totoro, right? The yeah, like Totoro and like Kiki's Delivery Service and those like, are the uh, Spirited Away and stuff. Spirited Away, yeah, those are the really like um, artsy anime. Like it's it's anime, but like. It's not anime style. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I never a totally different art style. Yeah, yeah, I I never I have never seen any of them, but the only basically the only thing I know about it is from Adam Savage when he cosplayed as Totoro. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So he like nice. this is one of his one of his first ones. Um, I think it was back when he was still on MythBusters. He was cos. He always did Adam Incognito. He always did an elaborate costume for Comic Con, and it was one oh. of his first ones he did. He walked around and uh, I know the premise is like you're not supposed to take the. No, he did. That's not. That's not right. It was completely different character. Same that same thing, but it was uh, No Face. I think it's called the ghost. Oh, so no he was like all black with like a white mask yeah something. but it was an entire like the, the mask was his the entire size of his size of his body i'm gonna see if i can oh, find wow. it um okay. but uh yeah and you're not you're what you're not supposed to take change from him or something like that uh i, I know there's some rule like that but i forget because like those the the studio ghibli movies are like like it's really cool and like it's like like visually aesthetic and like really like a nice art style to look at and, and it's like kind of a nice story too but there's always like these hidden meanings and like these um things that are left unsaid that you kind of have to think more about to really appreciate the movies i find yeah um and like that not taking things from the no face is i think is one of those because i don't remember it exactly but yeah it, it's kind of cool like just how the movies are in that way and like these kind of just unspoken connections they have um throughout the whole movies yeah so that, that's one thing i really like about those and yeah i, oh. I think i definitely recommend you you check some out but then i don't know which i don't know which one i'd recommend to like look at first if you haven't seen any of them because like a lot of them are really good but they're also really different so i guess it depends on like what you're in the mood for, you can probably find one of the movies that kind of suits uh, what you might like. So, I don't know. Uh, like, Princess Mononoke is, like, a really good one. And it's kind of, like, about, like, the destruction of a forest and them, like, kind of fighting back. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, like, Spirited Away is, is, is really cool. I think Spirited Away is probably one of my favorite ones. Um... You just see, like you see so many different like uh, creatures and characters uh, that kind of like represent different things. I just yeah sent, yeah I yeah just, yeah I just sent yeah, you yeah that's from yeah I got your link yeah that's from uh, Spirited Away. Yeah, that was uh, his costume was one of the first times it was. Yeah, I I I don't know I and I wasn't there one where it was a lot of people thought that it should have been nominated for like best picture or this because. Um, it's one of those movies, but, um, I don't know which one, but yeah, if I had a way to watch it, I probably would watch at least one or two Studio Ghibli just to, to at least appreciate it. Cause an like anime is one of my, I'm starting to really get into that as an art style, just not just as a show or as, uh, or anything like that, but yeah, just as appreciating the art of it. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I, I think it's available on Canadian Netflix now. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, but you might be able to look it up on Netflix and, and see what's available for, like, if you just look up Studio Ghibli. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I... Um, do you like anything, like, like fantasy, like uh, knights and dragons and that type of stuff? Yeah, of course. Well, uh, look up uh, The Dragon Prince on Netflix the as Dragon well. Prince. Yeah, it's, okay. it's another way, one where it's really good art style, and um, I actually made a, a TikTok video about it, but um, 
because it, it's a really good, sh- not just like fantasy type of show, but it, like with magic and dragons and stuff like that. It's that's really good. The art style is really good, and the character and the character development is also really good. I really they have um, characters for representation, but not in a way of being like, oh, look at us, we have this character as representation. They like it's just who they are as, as a person. Like they have, for example, uh, uh, a woman who's the general of their. Um, of the like military she's the knight but yet she is um deaf so she communicates with sign language and everything it's just who she oh, are her her subordinates just know like they just all learned kind of sign language just because type thing and she's just a, a badass so it, it's a awesome. really it's a really good show like I, I can't i can't wait until the next season actually i when i when i it showed up on my like recommended homepage on netflix it was definitely something i, I really liked and it's in that same kind of anime style, like, like, idea of like, it's not Japanese, but like they're kind of definitely inspired by anime style a little bit, I think. Yeah. Okay. Oh, can you can you message me that name? Because that's like, uh, that kind of representation, not for the sake of representation, but just like just having that dynamic shown in a series, uh, is something I'm kind of interested in trying to incorporate into like. The video game that I'm working on, like into that story, so mm-hmm. that'd be really cool to check out for reference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because like uh, I, I think I touched on it last time, but yeah, the, the main things that I'm doing on Twitch right now is just like l- keeping up to date with weekly releases on Steam, uh, and also trying like a sampling of uh, Apple Arcade games and like free to play horrors on Steam each week just to keep up to date with what's being done in other games and get ideas for my own game um, that I'm working on. So, yeah, it's just kind of like a, oh, the Dragon Prince. Okay, that's that's what it is. Nice. Yeah, it's, yeah I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah, it, it's a really good and... Um, yeah, exactly. So, like... Well, going on, on to that, when... Like, how... Are you just in the process of, of trying to be inspired into making games, or like have you started any coding or character development or anything like that yet? Or yeah, like I started. I have a, a lot of the uh, the brunt of my idea is still in my head. I've written out like a decent chunk of it, so I'm right now in the process of like so just like a brief overview of the game that I'm I want to make that I have not started making. Your your con your yet. concept, yeah. Yeah, like I have the whole concept there. I'm just, but the reason why it's hard to write it into like a coherent story is that it, the whole game takes place on like one continent, and the continent has five regions. But instead of just like, okay, you're starting in region one, and your story takes place from like two, three, four, five kind of thing, mm-hmm. like you choose which of the five you can start in, and you also choose like which one you go to next. So you effectively like have like a five factorial amount of paths you can take to get to the end of the game Mm -hmm. so that's why i was kind of racking my brain on to like how to write a story just in text form first to like base the whole thing off of yeah but i ended up just deciding okay i'll just choose one path write the story on that and then just make changes as i need when i'm actually coding the game that that's what i was just gonna say like you should my guess suggestion is like write a story based off of i'm just gonna use like elves for example they in this, and that's the main character. That's the story you play through, and then you beat the game as the, in that region or whatever. 
and then yeah. ma- then yeah. write the story as a dwarf or I'm just I don't know you said factions so that's what came to my mind I don't know no idea if that's what even what you're talking about but no yeah, that... yeah, yeah but I get you mean and that that's kind of that's kind of what I'm doing I'm I'm just in the process of like like putting that all into text right now and also at the same time going through like a a game dev course uh, specifically in the engine that I'm going to be using so it's mm-hmm. it's like multifaceted hopefully converging to come up with a game in like a reasonable time frame and then do you know what you do and once the game is is made and created and you get hyped behind it then you make five movies <laughs> six <Yeah. laughs> then, no six movies then you have one one more so it's a, a final so all five individual stories and then all of them meet together and then it's one more final final movie <laughs> exactly exactly yeah because like I, I would I would love to like pretty much do a <coughs> excuse me pretty much do like a whole episode on like my idea for the game and how I plan to like implement these things because it's like I, I can't think of any games that uh, do this the way that I'm thinking of doing it so I think it'd be like an interesting thing to hash out. Do you follow any like uh, indie game developers on uh, on Twitter, or YouTube, or anything like that? Yeah, I watch a few on YouTube. Like uh, Game Dev Unlocked is one. Thomas Brush is another one. Like they have a handful of games that they've made that are like pretty popular. And uh, yeah, I'm, so I follow a few different indie game developers on YouTube just to like see what they're doing and I just get it inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, but the things that they've done are like different from the things that I'm planning to do because. Uh, all the ones I've seen are pretty much like they do 3D stuff, or even uh, the pixel art ones, like Undertale or uh, like Stardew Valley. Yeah. Um, like those ones are super cool and super inspiring too, but like still a different style than what I'm planning to do. There, yeah. there was a doc, I th- a documentary. I think it was on Netflix. I would have to refine it again. It might be YouTube that I'm thinking, but. Just for the idea of the process, you know, uh, Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That in, there, it's both uh, the creator of of that game and a couple other indie games that, and like the process they went through of, of going from like idea to kind of a little bit of coding to getting it made and like getting like rejected from other uh, big name companies to make it. So they said, "Screw it, I'm just gonna make it myself." If I if I remember what that's called, just for inspiration, not wise for you maybe uh you might like something like that as like a yeah there's an idea of like okay well yeah as like a motivation type thing because um myself i i like the reason why i asked if you listen to any of that stuff is um like peter mckinnon on on youtube is one of my kind of inspirations and what i'm trying to base my other channel on and okay so i liked to so it's it's i was just curious if you kind of like tie your two kind of things together right that's that's yeah, one of the things yeah. i do on youtube is watch stuff that i'm intrigued on and what i'm trying to learn about right so yeah it's a definitely. good way of kind of and that's so good about like this day and age right you um if you have something you want to learn you can just go onto youtube and just and learn how to learn how to do it and then eventually you know do different websites and just you can learn almost anything online nowadays and and yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah, one thing, like, that's what I did when I first started getting into the game development was just pretty much do YouTube tutorials, but then, like, what, I'm, I'm sure coding is not the only uh, area where it has this problem, but, like, when you're just following along with YouTube tutorials, 
sometimes it's like you don't have time to really register what you're doing because you're just following along blindly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but whereas I'm taking like the official course from the Unity game engine, and it's nicer because there's like written stuff too. So it's definitely helps having like multiple ways to absorb the information instead yeah. of just like follow me on this video. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. because uh, and that's the thing too is that you, yeah they're trying to get subs and and everything like that. So they're gonna take take tell it in a slightly different way compared to yeah an actual class where it's taught so that you can kind of follow along and like follow a, a book or a pdf or whatever as well um so yeah we were, talk- we were talking about uh anime and everything what el- what are you kind of uh, up to since you don't have uh, disney plus to be watching uh well it, it it's uh, i'm keeping up with like as many korean dramas as i can i guess on on netflix so the, the most recent one that i finished watching with my wife was called uncanny encounter uh and that one almost has like a bit of a marvel feel to it because there's superpowers involved mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah it's yeah it's kind of like um i i feel like i might have mentioned this one last time but whatever i'll just i'll just do a brief summary on it again <laughs> so like uh, there's there's kind of like uh, these evil spirits in the world that like go into people who have like the capacity to potentially like murder somebody else and commit like heinous crimes kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's another group of people trying to like catch the evil spirits and like send them to the afterlife so they don't keep like possessing these murderers and make them go on like mad killing sprees and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, and then like the people trying to stop the evil spirits they get like their power amplified by like these other agents from the afterlife that like there's like good spirits who help them try to vanquish the evil spirits kind of thing and yeah so it's like that whole kind of the the whole that the whole thing i know i never really watched it i only watched the first like two or three episodes reminds me of bleach yeah 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 there's lots of uh, parallels to bleach in that way yeah it's it's not as like cool as bleach in that like your sword has like a personality <laughs> and stuff though yeah yeah exactly but like i guess one cool thing is like when you get hit by an evil spirit you automatically get a perm like it's super random <laughs> like it's so funny because like the main character is just like this straight haired kid and then like this spirit flies into him all of a sudden and then all of a sudden his hair starts going curly yeah oh it's, it's super a- random oh, but... asian media yeah it's yeah right they need just some cool visual factor to differentiate them that's and an excuse for the actors to get perms i guess (laughs) (laughs) it's in the budget it has to be a perm yeah (laughs) exactly it's a stylish perm though there you go yeah and and it's kind of cool because like once they get possessed their uh physical abilities are like three times that of a regular human so like triple strength triple speed what whatever like oh cool yeah, so like yeah, superhero-y, anime inspired like yeah. Yeah, and uh and it's it's they have to have that because like pretty much the 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 evil spirits give the like a similar ability to the people they possess too, so it's like yeah, superhero supervillain kind of thing. Is, is this live action or or Yeah, it's it's live action, but it's based on so like uh like like Japan has a lot of series based on mangas, right? Yeah. Like in Korea it's it's they don't necessarily have mangas they call it like webtoon because it's like they don't have a lot of i think it's webtoon because it originally starts as like an online comic and it's not like a physical book that they sell volumes of from what i understand anyway okay so yeah it's like slightly different but yeah this series is based on a korean webtoon so it's like 
an online comic, but it's a live action show. So a lot so, of Korean dramas are kind of like the same way. Like they base the stories off webtoons. Yeah. So instead, yeah, so, okay. So yeah, instead of basing it off of the, the manga, like the anime is, it's same concept or some like Game of Thrones is based off of a book, right? Same, yeah, same idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where, where like you would have to, where anyone, it's anything that's based off of uh, like something you read, everyone, you yeah. always have, oh, the book was better. Yeah. <laughs> probably have yeah, the, yeah, probably, exactly. probably has the same thing where they have to cut out because of budget or whatever, but it's still live, live action with like uh, effects like that is probably quite difficult. Like look at like the flash, for example, if you've ever watched that. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. 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 It's never going to be as good as the animated counterpart for something like that. But I, I wonder, um, is it like de still decent quality or is it like kind of cheesy looking or yeah like i i think i i might have touched on it a little bit last time because i remember talking about like wire foo like wire kung fu right like right. visual effects. yeah yep. but, like it does have a bit of that but like uh the visual effects and stuff are still kind of cool uh and it's it doesn't look too like too cheesy like it's still it's still like kind of cool to watch but then like there's definitely some like funny parts like probably just because they had to cut corners with like special effects budgets and stuff but mm. it's it's still watchable and still enjoyable overall oh that that's good yeah it, it's it's so bad when you're trying to do something to especially like we were saying like learning a language or trying to watch something entertaining and or as, as i just as i mentioned that attack and titan uh, live action when it's, it's like oh okay I'm, I'm liking it or as you were saying about like goku's voice being different compared to the what you're used to it's like, yeah. uh, it's good, it's good enough, I guess, but it's not what you're used to. But it's good that at least this still has a good um, amount of media behind about a decent budget to kind of make it, like, I was going to say worthy, but that doesn't sound like the right word. Worth it. Watchable? Worth it, yeah. <laughs> Worth it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, it, it still needs to have a budget to, like, make people want to watch it. And if, ne if it's a Netflix series, like... I assume they're like given adequate resources to make something okay at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas like different story, of course, is if it's like an independent thing. Like this isn't this isn't the Korean drama version of like The Room or anything like that. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, and it's good. still higher budget than anything I've ever worked on because anything I've worked on has been zero. <laughs> Yeah, you mean you don't have a spare eight million lying around you <laughs> and just put into your own movie? Nah, not not quite yet. But that, yeah, that's that's why uh, a lot of like um, not a lot, but like some some people like uh, some director or some uh, actors they like to put their own money and just make their own thing because then they don't have to worry about it because they make the money and yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of like. Um... I, I think why there's such there's been such a rise in like indie game developers over the past few years too, yeah. Because like, okay, I'm I'm totally going on a tangent again. Sorry, but like, uh, I'll just quickly go through this. Um, two main game engines that like were previously restricted to like AAA studios and stuff and cost thousands and thousands of dollars every year to use yeah. became free like a few years ago. Yeah. So it just kind of like opened the floodgates for everyone to use these professional tools for free. And so there's been a huge increase in like indie developers over that time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Unreal and what's the Unreal and Unity. And yeah. Unity. Yeah. I've heard of both those. And now even uh, filmmakers are using Unreal. Yeah. Unreal yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like, 
Uh, yeah, because even in Unity, they're, in some of like the course material, they're showing like samples of people making animated movies and stuff. Because like, yeah, you can you can do all that basically. If you have like rigged three D models and whatever, you can just import them and shoot your movies. Yeah, exactly. You use like you, you use Unreal and like uh, Blender or Maya or something, and you can make an entire exactly. short film using just those programs. And it it's still not one hundred percent cinema quality, but it's better than just kind of shooting a handheld or on yourself. Like, so it gives a reason for someone like me that's trying to get into filmmaking to still learn those programs. Exactly, yeah. Cause we're just hired, we're just hired you to do it. <laughs> yeah, that too. I think even, um, you know the movie uh, Big Hero 6? Yes. Like the Disney movie? Yeah. I, I think they even did like a partnership with Unity and like made some like short series based on Big Hero 6, all in like the Unity game engine too. Oh, really? Yeah, because there is the Big Hero 6 uh, show as well. It's just like... It's lower quality than the movie, just like like the Lilo and Stitch show or yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any type, any time they do the movie and then they do the show where it's kind of episodic, it's lower quality. But it, yeah, I didn't know it was done in uh, Unreal. Yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm pretty sure um, uh, Unity did the partnership with Big Hero. Yeah, Baymax oh, yeah. Dreams. They call it three short films based on Big Hero Six. Oh. Yeah, that was so that was done in Unity. Okay. Uh, Baymax Dream. Yeah, but I know Unreal does like a lot too, because those are like the two big ones. Like they're like the Coke and Pepsi of like three D engines. So, mm. yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, total total tangent, but it's just yeah, no, it's, no. It's yeah. still it's still a tangent. At least it's a tangent on topic. Still not like a tangent on the government or something. <laughs> like at least it still yeah. has to do with what we're talking about so definitely no issue there but uh yeah, yeah i think that's where we will call it here actually let's get you uh, going let's i'll let you do the outro as well too you you heard mine last time you know how to do a youtube outro you make videos <laughs> yeah okay, okay let, let, yeah, let, let's sure. hear let's hear your your outro too all right, that brings us uh, to a wrap on another episode of the M3 podcast with Davis Sterling and Brandon Wiley. So thanks for tuning in. If you're listening to the podcast, don't forget to rate the podcast and leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel, like the video if you enjoyed this, and come back for more next time. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. See ya.